Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. I could not be more excited to have a colleague and friend on today, um, all the way from Amsterdam, not Amsterdam, Rotterdam, I almost messed that up, uh, from Rotterdam, the Netherlands, <laughs> uh, Sasha Birendonk, and maybe you should say your gorgeous name for everybody. Hello, everybody. I think you, you did it really well. But yeah. It, yeah, Sasha Birendonk, maybe a bit a bit of slightly different accent. Yeah. yeah, no, you begin. <laughs> awesome. Are you actually in, yeah. in Rotterdam today? I am, yeah. I actually live in Rotterdam, yeah. Yep, yeah, that's right, yes. So, Sasha and I, uh, funnily enough, did not meet there. Uh, we met in yep. South Africa, so... We did, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. We uh, did, but they, they also speak sort of Dutch. Yes, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, Sasha is, um, she's a digital innovation evangelist. Uh, she's an expert in user adoption and change management. So we know each other through the tech community, and... I got to see her speak in South Africa, and I was blown away. Um, you are an amazing speaker, truly. I was Thank so. You. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank I was. You. I was so impressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell everybody a, a little bit about that session, will you? Um, that you gave in South Africa because it was super cool. Sure. Um, yeah, I did. I did a session um, in South Africa, and, uh, and 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 folks were just sort of uh, blown away that I would just come over for that. But uh, it was a it was a great great SharePoint Saturday. I have to really say, yeah, uh, one of the better ones I've been to uh, so far. Um, yeah, but my session was um, well. Of course, everything is always around the topic of of, of Office three sixty five. Mm. How can people use it more effectively? But this particular one was around. Uh, co-authoring documents um, using modern technology like Teams, OneDrive, and also Office um, features that mm -hmm. a lot of people are just usually not aware of. So um, what I try to do there is uh, showing people how you can, um, you know, get get better at, at doing something, a process, rather than, than doing it all. Right. So that's why it was a combination of, of tools and, and particularly changing behavior. Yeah. I think that's what I liked most about it is that, you know, we often get into these technology discussions and it's about, you know, features and it's um, about, you know, the technology. And what I loved about it, and I try to do this in my presentations as well, is really showing that human side, the behavioral side of looking into people, how how they actually use software with use cases. And I, yeah. I, I loved yeah. how you did that. Yeah. Um, and Let's see. So we uh, so after we met uh, and had that great experience in South Africa. Thank you all to everyone who put on that SharePoint Saturday. Um, we uh, I, Sasha uh, said, "Hey, you want to come to Rotterdam?" And I was like, oh, "Well, yes, I love the Netherlands, so I would love to do that." Um, and and you work for a company called Silverside, and yes. yeah, and so she invited me to come to an end user adoption workshop um, where they went over their PACE uh, methodology. And I, I I was blown away by that too. I mean, you, you just have such a neat way of sort of thinking through things. Will you tell everybody about PACE a little bit and what, what that's about? The, the workshop was amazing. 
So. Sure. Well, thanks again. Well, and I, I was really um, so so thrilled that you said yes, I'll come and uh, and and joined it, joined us and provided us with with you know lots of um, interaction and and fun and and feedback. Um, yeah, pace is is the the methodology that we developed at Silverside for doing user adoption, mm-hmm. um, and it's 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 particularly linked to technology and aimed mostly at Office three sixty five, but it's it's really not so much about a specific technology yep. um, that, that, you know, that's, that's all the, 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 the end results of things, of course, will show up things using things in Office 365, but it's, uh, it's basically a methodology, the acronyms PACE stands for prepare, activate, capitalize and enhance, which is just four stages across time. Yep. Um, that combines a combination of eight different streams um, around particular um, expertise that you need to combine together across those four stages to really um, have people uh, in, a, in an organization adopt new technology. So it's got, it's got all kinds of, of streams basically entwined, none more important than the other, um, but all equally important um, and and and, the, and, the, and and also interdependent to each other. So, for example, um, there's there's the, of course the technology to consider. There's the communication to consider. Um, there's uh, the, the the project guidance to consider. But we also combine a lot of stuff around culture and behavior um, in in those uh, in in the model as a stream that all interact together to um, yeah for that one result help yeah. people embrace new technology in an effective way yeah and and you all and you've been you've been at SilverSide a long time now so like about seven or eight years maybe uh, a little less five and a half five yeah and a half. Okay. but um, yeah but good but still still quite a while yeah, yeah. and uh, we've, we've been doing this this methodology for for a while um, mostly at our own clients and um, and we felt it was time to to make it more broadly available and also uh, expand to to train others in, um, in in embracing that same methodology. Yeah, absolutely. to be applied at their own customers or or even even and and customers that have their own change practitioners uh, in house. Yeah, absolutely, and it and it marries so nicely with what Microsoft is putting out, you know, around user adoption. You know, I think you know the pillars or the I guess acronyms may be just slightly different, but I think like as far as just sure. sort of the phases, I definitely think that, that it marries and maps so nicely, you know, so that folks can, you know, continue to leverage what Microsoft is putting out, but also just what you have. It's just so, it seems so comprehensive to me, which, which is what I loved about it. We did this great game where we um, took little kind of poker chips or, you know, play money and, we we put yeah. it on this that large grid to see where we would spend in the different sections and it was so interactive you know everybody was out of their chairs and you know discussing you know where you would spend on the different areas i loved that piece of it i love the interactivity of what you all yeah. bring to the table yeah yeah i i i love to do it i really wanted to to not just just you know give people lots of information but really make it make it as interactive um, and fun as possible because it's a long day yeah um to be to be otherwise just just learning new stuff and i, th- I think it's we're still maybe pretty pretty tough uh, for some maybe more th- than for others right um 
but yeah, you have to keep it fun and, and interactive. Yeah, absolutely. That and there were cards, like little player flashcards for it. So yeah, it's really, yeah. yeah. So for those of you in the, in the technology space, um, the methodology is super cool and it'd be something to check out on their website and we'll make sure and put that in the, the show notes, but, uh, it's silverside.nl. Is that right? Or is it .com? It's both. It's both. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. <laughs> right on. That's great. Well, Ed, uh, I'm going to pitch around a bit. Um, so I know from your background, um, you know, I was a theater major turned, you know, into technology and, uh, yeah. you started out, uh, in history. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Talk about your humble beginnings. Uh, and, <laughs> and what, how, how did history merge into technology for you? Yeah. So it may, it, it may not sound very logical at first, although I, I do see a lot of trainers and people in the more in the, in the, uh, what they tend to call the softer sciences. Sure. Um, um, they tend to come from, from all kinds of backgrounds, uh, and, and, and hardly ever from from, uh, from from computer technology yeah. kind of uh, studies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, I studied um, it, it, to become a history teacher. Ah, okay. I, I thought that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finished it. Um, but th- there were really no jobs at the time ah. when I finished uh, studying yeah, for that field. I mean, there were some jobs and it was like, you know, replacing somebody who was on pregnancy leave and then there would be 500 applicants. Right. Uh, and at the same time, I'd already started during my studies. And th- this was like, oh God, I can't even remember when it was. It's like in the 90s. Sure. Um, and, 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 you know, computers, for young people listening, they, they may not understand this, but the internet was new. Yeah. So it, it was, it was just, we just had WWW, you know, mm. I mean, we don't have that even anymore <laughs> now, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it became visual. Yeah. <laughs> that was a new thing. <laughs> right. Right. I, you and I are around the same age ish. So like, I, like I was looking at your history of your college. I was like, yeah, we were doing about yeah. the same time. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yep. it was all very new with, with IT and, and, and basically I saw, great things happening with with IT in the field of history as well like museums were trying to open up virtually and yeah. libraries were, were were becoming available online mm-hmm. um, you know all that sort of stuff archives so so i sort of enrolled into into that a little bit trying to to do my thesis around how to use IT for education oh, okay. and also did uh, something with with some schools in uh, in a city called Delft which is a rich historical city yep um um with, with uh you know with with, with uh, lots of places to visit so we, we did things interactively building things online with with the children around history so i basically rolled into it a little bit and then when there were no jobs for history teaching there were loads of jobs for training in it ah okay so that's how i sort of stumbled into it yeah but mind you not the kind of training that i'm doing today i mean this was like teaching people windows and right. powerpoint and word I mean, they still probably should be teaching folks that those things yeah but we're not right <laughs> uh, yeah i know absolutely yeah <laughs> i mean it kind of the, the it leads to sort of the you know uh, you and um myself and trissy vanderskeif uh talk a lot about yeah. digital literacy and pc literacy and i and, I, and your presentation i think really sort of touches on that of like you know she always she always says uh, about the windows logo on the keyboard that that's not just like a pretty button you know that that actually does things (laughs) you know and 
I, I do think that we, we make assumptions about, you know, people's just computer skills, you know, and most of the time right. we, we, we barely scratch the surface of sort of all the power that's there for us because we're so busy just trying to get the job done that like trying to take absolutely. a moment to like get there is really tough. Yeah. And um, yeah, absolutely. That's what I, like what I tend to, to, to also joke about to, to people who come to my sessions that, um, IT people think that other people love their computers and IT, but but they don't. Right. They they you know they're, they're not. I mean they may they may not even hate it. That it yeah. doesn't have to be like that. But they're not like oh wow a computer and let's let's try and find out things. It's a means to an end, and they've got other things to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean all the time. Yeah. So when so so the show you were looking for work. What what was your first job in IT? Um, well, if you consider that training, then that that was my first job, yeah. um, um, doing training in IT. Yeah. Um, but then I, um, after that, doing that for 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 a while, then you had you had the you had the whole um, internet bubble. So then the jobs became less in in the IT world, actually. But uh, <laughs> so yeah. I didn't I didn't make the best bet, I guess. Um, yeah. No, but then then I moved into into a company. Which was great, and I've been there for ten years. E Office, um, mm. and and there we really started working on user adoption. Um, so that, I would consider that to have been my, my really first job in IT. It was an IT company, um, but I I was specialising in user adoption, and and those, that was in the days that ha- hardly any other organisation was doing this. Mm. It was a very new new field. The only right. work person I knew who was doing something around user adoption was Michael Sampson, who wrote about it. Right. Yes, and you gave us copies of his books, and I, I I had heard that name before, but that's yeah. I mean, he's kind of the yeah. grandfather of that. Not that he's a grandfather, but maybe he is. I don't know. But... <laughs> uh, I, I, I think he is. Yeah, probably. I don't <laughs> I'm, know. I'm sorry, Michael, if you're not. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But uh, the grandfather of uh, end user adoption for sure. You know, I mean, yeah. he was definitely the first person that was that was uh, doing all of that stuff, and yeah, and and uh, yeah, it's interesting that you know after so many years of just sort of like let's renew licenses that we were sort of gotten to a place where it's like no actually let's not just renew licenses or add seats but let's actually really make sure that we're productive and that you're you're not wasting money by bringing in a piece of software and then not teaching people how to use it that's i i I find that so exciting as well you know i think it's a really good thing absolutely and i think i think um you know the, the last year or two we've really seen seen an uptake in that and where, where where microsoft is really understanding it that that that's what it's all about and it's it's a very mature world in in the mm-hmm. meantime yeah um in the field of user option yeah, yeah that's absolutely. great so i know you're a busy person in you know running around speaking and you know dealing with clients and you know you have a life and all of that how do you you, you live in such a beautiful place and Thank you again for the invitation. It was so nice to to be there. Rotterdam, if you haven't been, it's just it's you know it's surrounded by water and it's just boats and great places to eat and all that. How how do you you know unplug and uh, find some balance? What's what's your what's your ways of that? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a a, a run or stop kind of girl. Mm-hmm. So there's sort of no no in between. Yeah. For me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I either run or, or I'm completely f- still and flat. But uh, yeah, so so what, what what I do like a lot is uh, is 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 going outside with my dog. 
So mm. that that's the best unwinding that that you can have because um, you know that you just you just not dealing with anything else when you're just walking outside and and, and making a connection. So for yeah. me, that definitely, yeah, going out with Lotje mm-hmm. in the in the outdoors. Yeah, and where did you grow up? I grew up well, literally in, in under the smoke of uh, Schiphol Airport uh, in a place. <laughs> I grew <laughs> I grew up in uh, in Hoofddorp. Okay. So whenever whenever you've landed in Schiphol, anybody, basically they say Amsterdam Airport, but it really is Hoofddorp Airport, um, where when it's uh, when it's geographically located. So oh. yeah, that's that's a tiny place. Um, where my mom also grew up and my dad grew up in a village uh, next door. Um, so yeah, small village, um, but but still, you know, it's not not far away. In, in, in it's it's it was a densely populated area, in, sure. close to to Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah, I think Schiphol small. is a small a small town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Schiphol is probably one of the cleanest airports I've ever been to in my life. Like it's so well signed and it's such a nice place and i uh for a while when i was living in seattle continental airlines uh that does not exist anymore had a this great flight from seattle to amsterdam and so i uh seemed to whenever i was coming over to europe for microsoft events i was it was just easier for me to always stop in amsterdam and and then go on and so i think out of all the cities in Europe, I think I have been to Amsterdam the most because I always did at least like a day or two and out to get sort of like acclimated on the end of every trip. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So I've actually. But then you actually also got into Amsterdam. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I spent... not just the airport. Correct. Yeah, I would uh, go in and either stay with friends or whatever. It's just uh, such a rich, beautiful place. I think I saw the Banksy exhibit the last time I was there. Uh, yeah. 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 Which was super cool. Um, yeah. Do you are you a, are you a, a, an art person or or theater and music and all of that stuff? Is that something that's in your um, wheelhouse in not, Rotterdam? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm a big art person. Um, um, I, I do like uh, I do like music. I mean, who doesn't like music? Right. Um, and I, I used to play guitar and I play a little bit of drums. I don't do that too much. But uh, but I, I do like making music um, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and you know yeah. I, we uh, we've sort of talked a bit about you know I as you know I speak and talk a lot about the diversity and inclusion and uh, I know that uh, you've been we've had conversations about that and I was curious of you know how how you feel about sort of in Europe the the state of diversity and inclusion today you know of that what you're seeing and and any trends that are coming out or. Um, anything that you feel is like kind of top of mind in that area? Yeah, I'm not, not sure if I can speak for the whole of Europe. <laughs> let's try. Let's try. Let's try the Netherlands. Well, okay, fine, fine, fine. The Netherlands. Okay, I was reaching a little far, but you're an authority. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. no, in the in the well, it, it's funny because um, if you look at any American-based company for any um, um, job ad or. Uh, um, or, or events. This is a topic, you know. Um, even yeah. even in job ads, it says that they, you know, they're they're inclusive. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I don't think, I mean, I don't think most Dutch people actually even know the term very well, okay. unless they maybe deal with with America. Uh huh. Um, Interesting. It, it's not a it's not a, a thing that is so. Um, as a, as a concept, is so on top of mind. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I mean, it, it, it may be that the, the, the more of the, the what it actually is about, of course, is, is happening, but it's not so much of a topic as it is, I think, in America. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to be, you know, we're probably just lagging behind, which, which often is the case with these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, these trends tend to come and then and we'll probably catch on in a few years where it's becoming more. But you definitely would not see a Dutch company uh, jobs at post anything like that. Mm, interesting. Yeah. 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 No, that, not to say they are completely not digitally, not not in- inclusive, <laughs> but but right. it's it's not on you know it's not they're not screaming about it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I also think that American women are more into careers than than it than it is the case in the Netherlands. Mm. I think we're also lagging lagging behind there. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, it's it depends. Yeah, it's it's all very. I mean, it, I asked you about Europe, which I think is silly. So sorry, <laughs> but like, but but it is. You know, it's like it's like your own neighborhood or your own businesses or your own friends is where you kind of see all of those things happen. So no, thanks for that view into that. Um, I know you're also you you are a writer and author as well. What what what? Where can people find you? Do you have a blog and or are you do you have other books? And there there's I know that you produce content as well yeah i do well you can find things uh, of course through my social media channels on, on on twitter or linkedin yeah um um and 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 i've got a blog um on on, on the silverside.com website that you can find lots of ebooks and, and blogs um i don't actually have a, a personal one mm-hmm. I, I tried it for a while and then and then i stopped because it was just you know yeah. posting double things yeah yeah so yeah most are probably just on the on the silver side website yeah but i do love um yeah creating content in that way as well and trying to engage people and trying to to find an, a different angle maybe to things than than what others might may be doing yeah absolutely and where um where are you speaking coming up or or do, are you hosting more workshops or what what's sort of the the, the future look like for you in the next bit yeah, so the the future is I'm gonna make some trips. I'm gonna be in uh, in in um, uh, Aachen in Germany in October. I remember um, I've got um, well Paris coming up in in December. Yep. One workplace. Uh, I think I'll be in Barcelona in September. So there's a few things, yeah, that that uh, that are coming up. That's awesome. And Definitely. Wh- how about vacation? Are we taking any vacation? I just had a, a week and a half off, ah. um, um, but I have actually been painting my house, so I had to. <laughs> so I didn't go away. Right, right. You did a staycation or a work staycation, huh? I did it. Yeah, I did. So, I, but I had some help, and it was it was it was fun. But it was very it was very June, so yeah. yeah so it had to be renewed. And, yeah. I don't mind. I mean, so yeah. So I had a week and a half off, and I think I spent four days painting. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the rest with the, with the dog outside, yeah. The rest with the dog outside, correct? Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm so Sasha and I were talking, and uh, so she uh, very generously invited me to co-speak with her at uh, the the Paris event, the Modern Workplace event in Paris in December. So yeah. we're gonna work up a, work on that. Um, yeah, cool. What's the name of our session? How about that? <laughs> 
Yeah, so, so, so maybe you want to, because now they think that I'm all in charge or something, people are going to get a wrong idea. Oh, okay. Um, so, so what happened here was, was I had a session accepted and you were like, yeah, and I was supposed to submit something, but yeah. I wasn't in time. Yeah. So that's why I said, well, just join my session and yes. we'll just change it and make it, uh, uh, you know, it's both of ours. Yes. Okay. Um, Fair so enough. yeah, <laughs> and that's what it's going to happen. But it's called Facebook never needed adoption. Why does Office 365? So yeah, so we need to, um, we need to see, um, you know, what you have to say about that. Yeah. Well, well you know, I love, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, 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 I had seen, I had looked up the topic, so I, I didn't not know exactly, but I wanted you to say it cause uh, I don't, yeah. I didn't have it in front of me, but, um, but yeah, I, I love that. I mean, it's kind of um, it, Facebook didn't need adoption. You know, it, Google has no you know instructions on how to use it as a search engine, and no. I I do love that. I think um, it'll be fun to talk about sort of you know uh, how it's kind of like how people put things out into the world. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and and, and the, what I find interesting is um, because the, the, the title is in, in the way I normally do the session. I mean, we yeah. can do, of course, whatever we want it to be. Sure. But the way I normally do the session, it's also a bit of a double title because does Facebook really not need adoption? Is also yeah, you, know, you can also question that. Yeah, sure. Um, people may not always be using it wisely. Mm. Um, but also, I think these these public consumer based tools. Yeah. They do adoption, but they call it marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um, speaking with my, my, my CMO hat on. Yeah. No, that's mm -hmm. absolutely true. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's cloaked, right? It, instead of yeah. calling it end user adoption, you, um, you know, put together a content marketing plan and ads and all of that stuff and get people. I think it's a more, it's about excitement of what you can do with something. Right. Yeah, that, that's a big part of it, and 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 that marketing part, which we tend to then call the communication part in adoption, yeah. but it, that's really also partly it's also marketing. Yep. Um, to the employees, um, you know, setting a certain certain stage and certain mindset and certain need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely there's definitely um, you know similar aspects to it, and yeah. I also think in marketing especially in online tools a lot of them are of course brilliant especially when you when you look at mobile apps they're they're, they're actually brilliant at um, um, behavioral science yes which is also a big aspect of user adoption absolutely you know so there's there's many um, things that I see the same there because Facebook is making me making me addicted um, by having these badges that I see, oh, there's, there's again something new, and I'm, I'm wanting to scroll down the newsfeed and see if there's anything more new. So it's, it's, a, and that's all based on behavioral science. And I try to do that also in, in the user adoption to try and see how can you make people want to use it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, uh, I had a, a customer recently because um, when we deploy content panda out to customers we will you know we obviously train them but you know it's it's pretty much you click the panda you know it, it's really it's kind of right. one or two clicks right to get that in right. context yeah. help and training and um but you know some people are like why is there a panda on my screen you know what i mean like <laughs> it, like a, pa a panda all of a sudden shows up and they're like what the heck is that right so, you know, there is a bit of, you know, uh, rollout that needs to happen with anything, right? A, a, a bit. I yes. mean, you could yes. also just roll it out and have somebody click it and be like, oh, that's super cool. But th that doesn't necessarily drive 
that usage and adoption that you want. Um, and I, exactly. I, you know, I do, I do find that some of the most innovative ideas around that often come from our clients, you know, where they'll all of a sudden be like, Hey, we, we just, you know, we did a campaign and, and, and I'll often, um, work with folks and, or if, if they want to, you know, we have all those templates and stuff up on our site, but like people will create their own videos, you know, and share them with us and be like, Hey, we created this, you know, around the Panda and it's this or that. And like some of that, it's the, it's like the fun stuff it seems yeah. to me, or the gamification or the, yeah. that group think of like, I want to be included in this, that's some of that behavioral stuff. I mean, do you find that, yeah. you know, when you're going through the pace methodology and stuff that like, that people will sort of take it and then run with it and, and do they, do they then share with you like some of those fun ideas that they, that they come up with? Yeah, they do. Yeah, so in, through the workshop, the page workshop, but also through sometimes through presentations, uh, people people tend to sometimes really get get completely blown away with certain concepts on yeah. a slide, and then they'll be saying like, "Oh yeah, I've been using it um, at my client," or or clients saying that, "Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm using I'm using it," but but I'm mentioning you are. Yeah, <laughs> that it's yours. So yeah, so people tend to run away with things and then and then you know try to get get excited about it and and start using it and that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love that and I really love that you all as a company decided to share. You know what I mean? Like I think that there's you know, there's all kinds of I guess what I would say coopetition. You know where we're all you know working in a similar space. But I I love that about you all inviting people who do this, do similar things or, or who have products that are in the sim similar ilk so that we can all share and help each other and use best practices. I really, yeah. uh, kudos to you all for, for doing that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's sort of, I, I, I feel that way, you know, about like adopt and embrace with Daryl Webster and yeah. know, other folks, you know, um, in the, in the space who are just so willing, like we all talk to each other. You know what? I, mm -hmm. That's what I like about it. And it's like, oh, well, that's super cool. I'm going to bring that in. And and often, you know, like we give shout outs to each other, too, which I think is super cool, too. It's like we're all in this together. <laughs> you know? which, yeah, it is. Which, yeah. Which is. And, it, you know, the, yes, it, it, that's what I meant with, with it, it's, it's so mature these days. Um, yeah. This feels um, within the technology sectors. And then that's uh, so there's so many great people now, you know, wanting to talk about this and, and share and that that's just making it it's just making it go to a higher level yeah so that's cool absolutely no i really like that too so yeah again big thank you it was i really enjoyed my time there and i got to stay in that beautiful hotel the uh the the old cunard building that was amazing too i was like this is the, yeah. one of the coolest hotels i've ever stayed in. Yeah, it is a cool hotel. In, uh, yeah, Hotel New York, which yeah. is uh, yeah a very old building uh, where where the, the ships used to go sail to America for all the people who were seeking new dreams. Yeah. So that's quite kind of cool. Yeah, it was. It had a really good energy. I really liked that place. So that was cool. Um, so you know, for you, uh, there's always I think in a a spark or something that led you to where you are, be it a person or a, a situation or something. And I always love to know kind of what, what maybe one, I know it's hard to pinpoint one, but one maybe spark that kind of led you to where you are today, that something you would share with our audience. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, I, 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 I was dreading this question. <laughs> <laughs> that one,
one spark that where you are. There's, there's of course many, many, many of these moments yeah. in your life, yes. like turning moments. Yes, you um, can share more than one. But, That's but all it, good. Yeah, yeah that we, we mentioned him before, but I think when I read the user option strategies by Michael Sampson was definitely a, a, a defining moment in my life. Yes. Yeah. So, so in, when it comes to my work work field, mm-hmm. um, having read that book, that mm-hmm. was it, it was just sort of finally someone is putting some thought in this and um you know it's 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 based on research and um it's it seems to make sense Uh, it it really was very new uh, at the time right Uh, yeah and that was a turning moment for me reading that and then starting to apply whatever he wrote into uh, into my work and it's definitely it's definitely helped me uh, to get where i am today yeah, absolutely. How about another moment, like a non-work one? Anything come to mind? A non-work one. Well, you know, it may sound silly to, to folks who are not into dogs, but 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 definitely logic coming into my life has been a defining uh, uh, point. So so my dog. Yeah. Um, because um, she she's taught me so much. <laughs> about yeah, yeah. <laughs> about being patient and about <laughs> being sensitive and because it's it's a very particular dog she's got lots of fears and, and she, you know she's she's a she's she's she just hasn't had a a, a steady uh, start mm. um so you know we we adopted her mm. um but um yeah so so she told me she's basically everything that i am not <laughs> so <laughs> um Except for slim and beautiful, of yeah. course. Um, <laughs> you are all of no, those. That's definitely also definitely not what I am. She she really taught me a lot, and it's and and what the nice thing is, of course, she didn't want to teach me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't a conscious thing, but it's it's how you have to really go down. So to, to give you an example, she's she's very much uh, afraid of things, and she and and the, her trust can be very easily broken. So there were times where. It was difficult getting her back on the leash again. I mean, she listens perfectly, but yeah. when there's like a little tension or she's not sure what is the meaning of something, then you may not be able to get her back on the leash. Right. And I remember this one moment. So when we're talking about defining moments, where I was remember this one moment. She and again, she didn't want to. And I remember thinking by myself, okay, Sasha, just let it go. Yeah. Right. She's not coming now. Just let it go. And the moment I decided that for myself and I took a load off yeah she came down next to me sat down and I could put her on the leash yeah those are you know yeah it's you know the moment that you don't want it that's when it happens yeah when you can let go and just be with the moment yeah that is sage advice and I, it applies to so many things, and I think <laughs> I know I, I I have a dog as well who's um who's not living with me right now, but um and I've had two well actually I've had three dogs in my life and yeah they they are they're they're huge teachers you know and uh-huh. and they're so like I I would I would put a pivotal moment for me of of different moments with the dogs I've had too you know for sure and I I love that letting go because man we hold on to things. You know, we, mm-hmm. we just, you know, sometimes we have a stranglehold so much on so many different aspects of our life. And sometimes when you do let go, it, it's like, oh, wait a minute. There's the answer. Yeah. Or, or there's the thing. Exactly. You know? exactly. so, yeah. 
That is awesome. Oh my goodness. Those are, yeah. those are awesome. Wow. Very cool. Um, gosh. Well, so you and I are going to see each other definitely in December in Paris, which I'm super yep. excited about. And, uh, yeah. So folks, we'll have a session there. So, uh, come see us, uh, pretty please. Um, well, uh, do yes. you, do you speak French? I don't speak French. Uh, not no, not much. Not I mean, much. I, okay. I can probably get by ordering something in a restaurant. Yeah, that's about it. Me as well. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I've been playing with a pen, and it it is the it is actually the the hotel New York pen, and I didn't even realize it. That's so funny. Oh really? Yeah, totally. I was yeah. writing. I was like, oh wait a minute, look at that. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well. I just appreciate your time and your friendship and your colleagueship. And um, it's it's such a delight to talk to you and share some of who you are with our listeners. I appreciate you coming on today. And I want to thank you for having me. And I, 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 and I think it's a, it's a great job that you're doing thank with the you. podcast. I've listened to several and it's always a lot of fun and it, um, I, it, it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, Sasha, Birendonk. Yay! Thank you. There you go. Yay. <laughs> I had to say it with a little oomph. So there we go. So thanks again so much for being on. Thank you, Heather. Absolutely. Everyone, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on the uh, Mavens Do It Better website. And uh, here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks, everyone. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.